0: Unless strategic planning teams and top leaders really believe that foundational staff have value and that they have a lot to contribute, it will be much more difficult for that organization to improve and to see healthy growth and achieve its ultimate objectives. Welcome to What's Wrong With Your Business, a podcast where we examine the problems that keep business owners up at night. From long-term strategies to risk management tools, you'll hear a variety of ways to identify what could be going wrong and how to adapt in a rapidly changing market. I'm your host, Grace Laconte. I'm a consultant, futurist, and writer on topics related to healthy feedback loops, workplace equity, and creative communication strategies. This is episode 11, Why Foundational Staff Have Strategic Value. A few years ago, I gave a presentation that I had prepared for, and I was so excited to share what I had learned about management principles with some high-level decision-makers in an organization. Everything went well. I heard some great feedback. But one person responded with something that has never left me, and it was actually pretty disturbing at the time. They said that someone in their housekeeping staff could have taught that better than me. So, of course, being quite proud of what I'd done, I initially felt very concerned. (laughs) I wasn't sure if the client that had hired me to do this presentation was upset, they were not, or if I had said something hurtful, I really didn't think I had. So I took a few weeks to really examine my own motivations. Why did I feel like I had so much to speak about in strategic decision-making? I mean, yes, I've done it for many years. I have training in it. I have education and I've completed many projects in strategic planning and decision-making and risk management. But honestly, is that the best source of information for someone who really wants to make a difference in an organization? And the more I thought about this, the more I realized that that feedback came from the right place. It's absolutely true that a housekeeper has more to say about this than someone in a high-level decision-making capacity because a housekeeper has a perspective on that organization that no one else can give. And I want to share in this episode some key things that maybe will help you to rethink the lowest-level employees in your organization and consider how important Their perspective is on strategic decision-making. Okay, so the first thing we need to go over is definitions. I love talking about the meaning behind phrases and words because we each have a different way of defining things for ourselves. So foundational staff, to me, means that it's four different types, generally, of employees who are essential to the organization. You cannot have a successful group, or a successful business without these four types of people. One of them is housekeeping and sanitation. These are the individuals who clean, disinfect, and organize. Without housekeeping and without people making sure that things are sanitary, even for one day, an organization can absolutely deteriorate very quickly. I'm sure you've seen that, especially with the response to viruses and bacteria. We need to have things cleaned and sanitized in order to make sure we're effective in other things. The second type of foundational staff is a direct consumer or patient care individual. So this would be someone who's building relationships with your customers and serving their needs. In the healthcare industry, this type of individual is extremely important to making sure that a patient feels Encouraged, feels, wanted, feels, cared for in that facility. For other types of industries, it's similar. A customer really doesn't have a good experience if they don't feel cared for and heard. So someone whose role it is to make sure that that person has a great experience and has gotten everything they expected is very important. Food service and dietary. Even if you don't serve food, you have to nourish your staff. You have to also nourish your customers or patients. So this would be someone who's preparing and serving meals or material or training. It could include training people. It could include anybody who's making sure that there's a regular routine exchange of information and communication. And finally, the fourth level is maintenance and repair. You have to make sure conditions are safe and fix things that are broken. So this could be the physical plant employees who take care of machinery or building maintenance, tools, basically tasks that can help the company to be more efficient and get more done or to avoid injury or loss. So these are the four types of foundational staff. And if you remember back to the first few jobs that you might've had, you probably had one of these four roles. I myself have been in all four. I have. Been in a housekeeping role and I had to clean a whole lot working as a barista. I was in direct patient care as well as direct customer care. I have done food service in restaurants and hotels and I've also done maintenance and repair projects. So I don't know about you, but these types of jobs really teach a lot of great skills, but they also require a lot of information. You can't step into one of these roles without some type of training. One book that explains this concept really well is called Nickel and Dimed on Not Getting By in America. It's written by Barbara Ehrenreich and one of her quotes is, no job, no matter how lowly, is truly unskilled. I really like the way that Barbara describes her experience of working in low-paid occupations And how quickly she learned that every job role, no matter how low paid or how little appreciated it is, is actually very difficult to learn how to do well. It takes a lot of expertise and skills and training and understanding of how that role fits into the organization's ultimate goals. And in my own experience of moving up the corporate ladder, I found that the higher up I went, the less connected I was with employees at the bottom of the organization where I worked. I had a tremendous amount of blind spots of being completely unaware of how our organization was vulnerable, what might be causing harm, what opportunities I was not seeing in my role in management. And I think this is a really common problem that many companies face. And most leaders don't know how to rectify this, they don't know how to Gather information that's helpful in solving problems, in becoming more efficient, in making more money, in serving customer needs better. Yet also retaining a sense of control. Fight, flight, or freeze are our main responses to a situation that seems like it will be a threat to us, and this is true of the entire human race. We all respond in those three ways primarily. We either fight by becoming more aggressive, we flee by retreating and completely stepping away from the problem or we freeze which means we stay within the situation but we don't have a solution. So that's actually the most dangerous because it still allows the threat to affect us and to hurt us but we don't leave and we don't fight against it. The most useful response in a situation where you are afraid of something is to face the problem. You're engaging and you're trying to find a solution, but you're also attracting all the resources that you'll need to defend yourself against harm. And I know that it can be a little bit confusing, especially when this is really a psychology concept and term, but it is so applicable to decision making. And it is also so applicable to listening to foundational staff. A lot of leaders are afraid of losing control in their business. They're afraid that they're going to give in to what employees want, and suddenly have absolutely no sense that the company is really theirs. Have lose the ability to stop things from happening, watch employees kind of take over and change the course of the company, or even cause harm to the organization. You can look up the, my previous episode on Honeybee, Scorpion, and Nuclear Employees, which is episode seven. I go into huge detail about exactly what each of those types of employees are and how you can reverse the direction of where your company's going to get more control, but also be responsive to legitimate problems. But when it comes to responding to fear, the the most important thing is to really ask yourself as a business owner or as a leader, do I respect the opinions of individuals at the bottom of my organization? Do I care what they say? Do I want to hear their feedback, their perspective, their stories, their experience of what's going wrong? Because if you don't want to hear that, it will actually cause more harm for you to engage in these conversations and welcome them. Because you could actually be fighting against their input. Or you could be fleeing and denying that these problems exist, which will just cause more harm to your company. You could even freeze, which means that you don't actively try to make a change happen. You don't try to solve the problems, but you're also not defending anything either. So you could be stuck in a situation where you're hearing all these negative things and not taking any action on it. So if you're not willing to hear what your employees have to say and you really don't respect them, then that is a signal that you may be quite biased against Your foundational employees you may actually need to do some rethinking about who you respect and what you'd like for your company to be but if you do respect foundational employees and like i've done you go through this process where you're humbled and you realize that they have a lot of things that are useful then we can move into a step of strategic risk where you have tremendous assets at your disposal the value of what foundational staff can offer is beyond anything else that you can get from a risk management evaluation. Because foundational staff see every single day what is going wrong, and they also have a unique perspective on how to fix it. An outside consultant may be able to give some advice, may be able to see some things that you can't, but without engaging those foundational staff It's impossible to have a full scope of what is going wrong and how to fix it. That's why I wanted to spend this episode explaining the value of foundational staff and encourage you to have these discussions with your staff. Engage with them. Ask them questions. And again, examine your own perspective on whether you really do appreciate what they're contributing and how much they really could be the key to solving problems in your company. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to invite them to be the CEO and the CFO. They may not be interested. They may not have the qualifications to do that. And if you try to do that, it may actually cause the company to fail even more. But what I am saying is that in their role, they have a unique point of view on what is already going wrong and how they're trying their best to fix it. And if you ask them, what would you do differently? To achieve the goals for this company from your point of view, just asking that question alone could literally bring people to tears. It has happened in my experience. When you really want to hear the feedback from someone who has been underappreciated and overlooked for a long time, and they haven't received much of a pay increase at all, or they're not acknowledged for the value that they bring to an organization. The fact that you want to hear not just what they think, but how they would make a change can bring out a unique and extremely valuable side of your employees that you may have never seen before. So I encourage you to try this technique even better if you implement the employee for a day program, which is something I describe on my website. And that is simply a structured method that you can use as a top leader to enter the workspace of your staff and sit in their seat, work in their job, do the tasks that they're assigned to do, and you'll get a very, very clear perspective on what could be causing your company to lose money or to not attract the clients that you want or whatever it is that you're seeing from a top-level point of view that's going wrong, you're gonna see that immediately In terms of a risk analysis point of view. Once you sit in the seat of someone at the bottom. So I hope that's been a helpful episode for you. It's um, very easy to blame problems on foundational staff. But in my experience, they also have the most valuable things to share. And unless strategic planning teams and top leaders really believe... That foundational staff have value and that they have a lot to contribute it will be much more difficult for that organization to improve and to see healthy growth and achieve its ultimate objectives if you'd like to hear more about this topic check out my website laconticonsulting.com podcast you can also leave a voicemail message or question about any of the episodes in this series And you can ask questions for future episodes or new topics you'd like to hear. So be sure to check that out. And you can also go to iTunes. And if you like what you're hearing, leave a five-star review. That would really help other people to find and listen to this podcast. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe so you can be the first to hear new episodes as we answer the question, what's wrong with your business? Here's to your success.